Krebs, welcome to Caring in this Crisis. We are here, um, me, Gunilla Hamne, I'm a consultant of stress and trauma, my colleague Ulf, and we are both in Sweden, Ulf Sandström, and our dear colleague, Dr. Siana Maruf in UK. Um, so we would like to take some things that we have seen are effects also in this crisis of Corona, um, that it's easy that frustration grows into conflict and anger, whether you're locked down at home or things happen at workplace or other interpersonal um, relations. So I'd like to give it to Ulf. You had some thoughts about this. Yeah, we were talking about this. Uh, and and you, when you're listening to this, we're going we're gonna to go through practical examples of what you actually can do. Uh, we just saw that the UK largest domestic abuse charity, Refuge, reported a 700% increase in calls to its helpline in a single day. So we're suspecting there's a lot of anger going around, anger and frustration, and anger is an emotion. And then we were saying, oh my God, you know, emotions. What if we could approach uh, emotional unease or dis-ease in the same way that we approach a physical dis-ease? So we have, thank Thanks to you know the universe, we have a doctor with us, and this is Dr. Siana. <laughs> now, if you were to approach um, anger in the same way you were to approach somebody coming in saying they have a bellyache or high cholesterol levels, how would you go about it? Well, thanks, guys. I mean, yeah, I think our, our theme today is this issue of conflicts, right? And yes, it's interesting to bring it into bring it into a disease type model. And um, I think the first thing that we do as a in a typical medical consultation is we 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 ask people obviously they bring the problem and then we try to dissect the um the root cause of this um so we ask them a history and this history might include uh, when all this occurs uh, as well as any risk factors such as if they have family history or background uh, other kind of background issues perhaps they're war victims you know, so there's there's a lot of uh, medical as well as social things. Of course, my example is always uh, something like a high cholesterol, which is such a nice. Yeah, can you take that example? Because I like that you were saying. You know, somebody comes in with high cholesterol. What do you what do you ask them? So the first things, obviously, um, we probably had to do some figuring out why they were there. They might have come in with some chest pain, or you know, some some family members died at the age of forty from a heart attack, and and then we dissect that and we say, you know. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about uh, where you've come from. What's your diet like? Um, and then we, we, we have to sort of... So that through. would be like, what's your emotional diet like? What's your emotional diet? Yes. I mean, yeah. if we're doing an analogy here, you know, so you would be asking them, do they have a family history of conflict and anger? What's your emotional diet like? Why, why, why is there this unease or unbalance of anger popping up? I'm just yeah. trying to morph over your your approach to cholesterol into emotional disease. And it's so much harder, isn't it? When you uh, well, it's harder, but yet when you break it down like that, actually, that's what it is. There is going to be a root cause to every problem. Now, in some of us, for cholesterol, it's it's obvious. It's overindulgence of certain things. Now, in emotional uh, hygiene, I suppose it would be things like when you are resorting to unhealthy practices, such as drinking too heavily or taking uh, yeah i think i mean i think one of the things that are a bit um, that happens when it comes to emotion it is that many people think i am like this i am an angry person i am like you know i am sad or i am this or i am that but it actually is 
that you could approach it the same way as a disease when you start looking at the root cause and do something about it. Yeah, instead of saying I, I, I am high cholesterol, you say I have high cholesterol and what do you need, what can I do about it? Do and I medicate it? Do, do I change it? my lifestyle? Do I uh, change something, you know, in, in the way uh, I live or, or, or do I need a pill? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that is, when it comes to emotions, we can also do it, but it all happens in the same way. I mean, we go to the doctor when we feel we have stomach ache, but and to have somebody helping us to diagnose. And when it comes to, but you first have to observe that you have stomach ache. So it's the same with anger. You have to observe, oh shit, I'm, perhaps I'm, I'm angry. Um, so what can I do about it? You know, it is like that, but often that doesn't really happen so much. I mean, so we do, we do have a, a, a kind of an idea that when people get we we're talking about anger because it's a sort of a high energy dis-ease um, and a way of expressing. And of course, during this coronavirus crisis that we're going through now, there seemed to be a lack of uh, a, a good way to to vent off some of that energy and we do have an idea don't we today that we want to talk about how to maybe blow out in a yeah in a, i mean we have some place. different exercises because it is like this um conflict <laughs> starts somewhere and if you start observing yourself how you deal with things in life and then doing something when you're feeling like that, that high energy is rising so uh, Sometimes we, we share this exercise since that is what we do a lot. Ulf and myself, we share practical exercises um, for, for dealing with emotions and anger is one of them. And as we say, like, like this rise in domestic violence is because somebody gets angry. That's often at least what happens in a conflict. Shall hmm. we try and bring our, uh, are you guys going to teach me what, what this blowout technique is? Yeah. So if you do it, it's your favorite okay. one. Yeah, it's my favorite. I teach this to a lot of athletes um, because when stress levels get high or you get angry during an athletic performance, your performance goes down immediately. So you need to lose the anger and get, but maintain the energy. And what happens in the body physically when you get angry is you're producing more adrenaline. So you're getting a lot of this um, energy in the body, which can make your hands shake. So when you're shaking with anger, that's adrenaline speaking in, in your nervous system. <clears throat> also, you're getting tense, tensing your muscles, which means that your, the carbon dioxide in your belly uh, doesn't really circulate the way it should. So your breathing is not really uh, optimal. You're basically, it's not that easy that you're not breathing in and out properly, but breathing has to do with it. So what you want to do is you want to put your hands up in the air uh, and you can clench. Don't do this while you're driving, please. So hands up in the air. <laughs> hands on the wheels. <laughs> uh, and then you clench your fists and you breathe in. And now you're going to breathe out and pull down your hands uh, so your elbows are at your waist really hard like Bruce Lee going, shoo. Yeah, and you do this two more times. Hands in the air. So I'm pretending I've got some dumbbells in my hands. And I'm yeah, and then you pull down going, shoo. And one more time. Pulling down. Yeah, that's it. And that's called blowout. There's a video on our website, and it's a very, very useful technique for quickly doing that's this. It's Peaceful it, Heart Network website. Exactly. Yeah. It's peacefulheart.se, which mm-hmm. is Sweden. S-E. Yeah. Yep. So the traditional for me when you get angry is to do your 10 deep breaths. So that's a really nice, interesting, and quick one to do because I, when the kids are driving me mad, I actually don't have time to stop and take 10 deep breaths, so I think. Uh, and of course, yeah, this is great because I can yeah, you could, 
Yeah, you could try this next time and then you think, oh, wow, mom looks so strong. I could never do anything <laughs> against her. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, it's like showing your muscles because you're pulling the arms down just the way that you show your muscles um, to show how strong you are. Mm -hmm. And it's nice because you could do three instead of ten then as well. Yeah, and a lot of the time when people get angry, you get the adrenaline and you, your body tells you, I need to do something, I need to do something. That's what, why you're shaking, you know? It's so a lot of... <laughs> yeah, a lot of people vent that by, you know, hitting something, kicking a ball, slamming a door, you know, breaking punching. something. Yeah, breaking something. And, and that is the adrenaline and the anger saying, I need to express this somehow. So it, this is a very controlled and peaceful way of expressing that adrenaline and energy so that you can get the oxygen back to your brain and your frontal cortex can start doing stuff uh, in a humane and balanced way again. Yeah, because it all comes to this being aware of when things rise in you and the energy starts rising, especially this negative energy, because it is like to do well, that. You lose control, right? You lose control. Uh, but you actually don't. I mean, I mean, uh, but actually, but you let out something because you're feeling strongly inside. Mm -hmm. um, because often when there is a conflict and, and the friend calls, the person often actually changes mood directly. So it's not out of control. If you start noticing that, that when, when there is a conflict between people and something else happens with, that breaks it, which means that's perhaps... A, that's a really important point you just made because basically it's like, you know, how you behave with your family members who are close to you where you're maybe a bit more sort of in your, in your uh, rugged mood and then your boss calls you on the phone and you can suddenly control your exactly. when you speak and you can exactly. smile to them. That's why I'm saying it's not out of control, but that's what people always say. I was completely out of control. But when something else happened... They just stop, you know, and start, oh, how are you? Yeah, we could go out tonight, you know, and then tick and then continue, you know. So it is like, and what I wanted to say was just this, that we need to manage that because it is like, otherwise it's a reaction. We need to learn how to take action, you know, not react, but act. So one of the, the, the you said such an important thing there about taking control. And it's actually, you know, the people who maybe... Um, are the victims of someone who is angry, yeah, could be um, your partner or children. Um, they, so if you are a victim of someone who's constantly angry at you, please do not blame yourself, okay? Because it's, it's not your fault if you become the victim. It's not anything you do or say that makes the other person angry. It's the person who gets angry who needs to figure this out. Um, and we're hoping that, you know, you, know, you don't, you shouldn't, blame yourself and blame, definitely d don't put up with it if it's making you feel negative and and you're in danger as the you know that that's what organizations like refuge exist for um can i just say something there that that pops to my mind because uh when Godiva says you know anger up to a certain point you you can actually take responsibility but after a certain point actually you can't i mean there's this thing called rage when, when you actually kick in the fight and flight reflex or you panic and you just go into a flashback if you have a trauma that you have in life earlier then you can actually um, step into a situation where your anger is uncontrollable uh, but i i would believe that point is much 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 later than people say. so much later and i mean that is easy to become an excuse so that's why you know it is yeah. like what you call road rage that people in the road i mean you stop and somebody's passing with that who shouldn't pass in according to you uh, and then you get furious, but that's because there's some frustration for other things inside. So that's why constantly coming back to 
start observing yourself and do something before that frustration is level because anger is i mean i'm sorry but it's a very accepted male emotion so behind anger can be so many things like sadness sorrow you know other uh, completely different emotions that are not the message is the message there we we you know if you're suffering as someone who does get angry perhaps more frequently than than and perhaps during this pandemic and lockdown you're noticing frustrations coming out more frequently would it would it be something that we advise people that you know you don't need to sit around and just be like that okay do your, your three breaths or ten breaths but also get professional help yeah there is I mean, but i mean you don't really need uh, there's this thing many people think that they have to either do nothing or get professional help there's so much in between that can sure. be done yeah really easily and so one thing is asking what does this anger what is this anger trying to tell me because i have heard a definition and i can't say i can't vouch for it but so far i find it accurate anger is something that happens in you when you get a no when something does not respond the way you would like it to or you want it to that's mm. why you get angry pass mm. me the salt no mm. do your homework no uh, give me a job. No. Respect me. No. Make me feel good. No. So as, so as soon as you get a no to something, that's when it happens. And I also heard another thing, which I either can't prove, uh, but it seems completely correct. There is one thing you actually can say to a person who is extremely angry. The one thing that you can say to a person who is extremely angry, ev even if they're acting out and, and, and you know, thrashing about and, and shouting and, and throwing things, the one thing that you actually can say is, where do you hurt? Yeah, I mean, I, it is like within the NVC, which is called nonviolent communication, you talk about unseen, unheard needs. I mean, that there is a need behind the anger that you're expressing. Hmm. Yeah, because if it is a no to something, then there's a sorrow, a hurt, because there is a no. And the no Isn't could there... be that the person has gone from your life or died or hurt you or left or nobody ever, you know, made you feel good. I think that's a really important point, but isn't there a thing about timing as well? So if someone is in the middle of their anger moment, it's probably not the best time and perhaps it's, it's waiting for the time to ask such an important and reflective question pertinent question and actually, I just wonder actually, actually actually the way that was presented was the opposite it is exactly the moment when you should ask that it's the only thing you yeah. can ask when a person is in that mode but you should ask it with the same energy they have so if somebody's going i hate the world you go where do you hurt <laughs> and, and that that is actually a technique that is tested and works out really really well also among law officers law enforcement yeah, at the same time, I could say that, I mean, what would be very good is that in our last podcast, we did another exercise, a breathing exercise, that if you start doing certain things regularly, you can also regulate your level of frustration on the long term, emotional dis-ease. Yeah. Exactly. So do, do that you think is it's a good place to come to um, finding calm? And, and what do you think we should, we should talk about our own uh, yeah. ways that, you know, what's, what's, your, what's your way of dealing with a with a, a slightly frustrating moment where you're about to break something or crash the door. Yeah, I mean, br breathing is a very is a very effective way. I mean, this expression, take some deep breaths, has an old, I mean, it has a history and it has a reason because 
when you do breathe in and hold your breath and breathe out, something happens in you, in your nervous system, or just go out, you know, like go out in the, wherever you can walk out at this time. If you have I heard you spot. have a personal fascination with the outdoor. Yeah, yeah. so I go out and I climb trees. Not only when I'm angry, but that's how I very seldom actually become angry because I think I go out talking to trees and climbing trees or just walking briskly so that your blood starts circulating. What about yourself, by the way, Sianna? What do you do? Hey, well, apart from becoming mad hoover woman and doing a, a massive clean, I think something, I, I agree the outdoors, uh, particularly the seaside, if you have access to it, can be very soothing. And, and I was just thinking about one of my sons who's got Asperger's and he definitely has some very um, high energy moments uh, and, and we can, and yet we can sit on a dock fishing, catching, not really catching any fish, but we, we've done it for seven hours continuously with not a single episode yeah. of anger. And there's something hugely uh, incredible about the outdoor. Yeah, it's another focus. What about you, Ulf? What do you do? Well, you know, I, I like taking a walk. I like playing music. Uh, that really works for me, you know, expressing emotion into music. I play the piano. It works fantastically. And uh, my grandmother used to say, you know, um, close your eyes and dance like nobody sees you, not even yourself. And if you would see yourself, you should be ashamed. That's how you should dance. And, and, wow, you know, dancing lovely. in the dark. <laughs> what so an image. Lovely. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wonderful place to start. Yeah. So well to stop, I guess. You know, it's just well, we got stuff to do: trees to climb, dances to dance, and hovering. Yeah, and if you want to know more, just visit our website, peacefulheart.se, and find some more suggestions. Yeah, and send us suggestions. You know, send us a, send us your email. You know, send write in the comment field what you think about this and what you would like us to talk about, and share it with your friends. And um, even more importantly, share it with the people you don't like, because if you don't like them, it's probably because they're angry and they need it. Absolutely. So yeah. coming from a place of conflict, the three of us, we wanted really to bring calm to your lives with what we bring from people we've met uh, who've been through severe conflicts. And we hope you can take some of that away from you. Yeah, because that's really to take a bit of control of your life is to decide when you want to do this or that and not just react. Mm -hmm. And there's the thing, you can't control your emotions, but you can control your body. So do something, breathe, climb, dance, whatever it is, and your emotions will follow. Take care. Yeah, good luck. Okay.